I'm strictly business, just like EPMD. Say what you want, this shit was hot. Oh, yeah. Look at, look at, look at. He do it in tracks. This is that shit, boy. Shout out to Gorilla Black. I know all East, a lot of East Coast cats was shitting on him because... Oh, he sound like Biggie, his voice, his vocal tone, but I didn't give a shit. If the song was good, it was good, and that shit was good, so, you know, but yeah, so. Welcome to the Don't Ever Think It podcast with your host, my uncle, Dominican Johnny. Yeah. Oh, you haven't been on here for that. Say what? Why you turn sideways, though? Because I'm charging the phone while all right here, if it'll make you feel better. Yeah, thank you, bro. Because you know, man, come on, man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, as my niece said, welcome to the Don't Overthink It podcast. I'm your host, Dominican Johnny, here with a couple of the usual suspects. I got Brucey Bruce in here. Uh, I got my man Leal, fresh back from uh from some pain, some calf muscle pain, and uh from a very exciting Cali trip. Yeah, yeah. Man, let me tell you, shit. I gotta turn this down. I gotta ask you about that shit. What was it like to be a kid growing up, and we're all Star Wars heads here, to be literally able to walk up the steps of a life-size Millennium Falcon? Um, Jesus, it was it was dope, bro. Like I think, um, you the thing is, is bro, like the the, the Millennium Falcon's only half of it. That's not even half, bro. Like really. You had to be because we're talking about, um, you know, um, it, bro, the way they had the entire site, it looked like you were in, like, Maul's Isley slash, That's what I was say. Uh, you know, it's Galaxy's Edge, of course, but they contributed to The Force Awakens. So it was just like you were walking in, you know, you were actually at the gate of uh, Maz's Palace. Mm. Oh, that's dope. But it, they had the Millennium Falcon. They had um, uh, uh, Kylo Ren's ship. Uh, oh. Yeah, bro. Like everything. And, and the thing is, when you go up to like the different booth, we got a chance to taste blue milk. So we got the blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, like literally flying. It, now, here's the thing. I didn't get a chance to fly it. Toya, Toya and this other chick, they basically flew it. And um, the rest of us, we either, you know, uh, we worked in engineering or we fired the guns. So I was, we were in charge of just firing the guns itself, and that was dope. But, um, yeah, bro, wow. you – I'm just – I think I'm underplaying the experience because the excitement was too much to really talk about. You have to be there. That's like, that's – Yeah. Say, like, at some point, bro, like – I got to get out there. The top of my bucket list, That that's what was. Yes, and I, I feel bet. That, you know, being able to actually go, bro, I mean, the experience is it, it's definitely beyond anything you would possibly imagine, bro. And then on top of that, people who cosplay look exactly like the characters. Oh, yeah, they went probably all out times mm-hmm. three. Literally, it, I, I'd say like that was the best experience of almost my entire life besides the birth of my children, bro. Literally. Damn. That's what's up. Literally. Because it's everything that, bro, that Millennium Falcon looks like the Millennium Falcon in person. Yeah, I was going to say, is 
Now, was this? It was in Anaheim, right? So it was at was it at Lucas uh, Lucas Ranch or was it at his ranch? It's in it's just in Anaheim, California. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, just in Anaheim. At the in Disneyland, of course. Yeah. That's Don't they have crazy. one in Florida too? Yeah. Yep. They got Galaxy's Edge there too. That one's bigger. Oh shit! The Florida one's bigger than Cali. Yeah. Whoa. That one's Cali. Yeah, Johnny, aren't you going to um? Aren't you going to Philly soon? I mean Philly. <laughs> aren't you going to Florida soon? Uh, well, no. The kids do August twenty fourth, so nah, oh. not no time soon. Shit. Oh yeah, you ain't going nowhere. So Johnny, quick, you know what Thursday is, right? The day after Wednesday. Exactly, <laughs> but the tickets sell for London on Thursday. I'll just give you my credit card tomorrow. Let me know what that's all. That's always celebration in London. The tickets go on sale tomorrow, so you might want to. I'm not tomorrow Thursday. And oh in yeah, what I'm gonna tell you. And I noticed Damn. I went on the site and they go in pack. You could buy different packets, right? You can buy the Jedi. Okay, so the Jedi Master is that's that what I saw. It was a thousand, right? Yeah, that's what's well, about eight hundred. So you might as well say damn near a thousand. Yeah. One <laughs> that you get if you want to get in all the panels. So you have you have instant access to all the panels. You're guaranteed a seat, and you get like certain perks that come with it. I'm not paying that much money though because they it's that they got me to they got us way too soon to get that. So we're gonna try to get just the four day pass like we did before um, to go, um, which means that then you just got to make sure that you're ahead of the uh, the game when it comes to getting in on the panels. Um, so that's one. Um, but yeah, bro, that that goes on sale. I'm telling you, bro. I, at least once in your lifetime, go to a Star Wars celebration, Bruce. Probably I have to. The one, have to. when it comes to Orlando, that would probably be the one you wanna you wanna go to. I have to go. Now, is it open all the time, like year round, or is it certain times of the year when it when they do the whole thing? Are you talking about Galaxy's Edge, or are you talking about Celebration? The the Celebration. Celebration is once a year for okay. about. Five days, four days. Okay, and that's the one y'all went to, correct? Yeah, we went to the one in Orlando. Uh, so I've been, I've been to two. This is this was my second one. One in Orlando, and then one in Cali. Damn, and the and but the Orlando one at that time they didn't have that real life Millennium Falcon, or they did. Uh, they didn't have Galaxy's Edge then. Galaxy's Edge was okay. contributing Force Awakens. That's how that they birthed that idea. Mm. Yeah, that's new. Yeah, it's it's real new. And there's, and but here's the thing, they're still adding on because they're adding on a uh, book of Boba Fett attraction and Mandalorian. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Me and Bruce are just like, fuck. Yeah, still. <laughs> we like my man. I hate See, you. I'm, I've been held back because I'm like, if I go, that means I got to take everybody, and it's six yep. of us. So, you know, yeah. Now, now I'm about to start making excuses. I'm be well, like, well, you ain't got good grades, so you out. <laughs> this person ain't doing. You ain't take the trash out like I asked you to. You're out. You know what I mean? You start eliminating people. There you go. Yeah. The only the, the only reason why the trip was so expensive for us is because it was celebration and we went to Disney. And y'all the gorgeous and y'all the gorgeous gangsters, <laughs> bro. It was it was. You know what I mean? It was really, but the experience was worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. without a doubt, without a doubt. 
Nice. I don't nice. doubt that at all. I know. Yeah, because you can't put a you can't put a price on. Um, <laughs> hey, everybody, my, my my nephew just joined and shit. Yeah, Martin, say what, what up happened, to sir? Bruce and Leo. What's going on, y'all? Yeah, chilling, chilling. Yeah. So he's he's my nephew. Um, we were just talking about um, Layel at the top of the screen, uh, the one that you could clearly see because Bruce, like you know, being in dim light and just vampire in darkness. <laughs> he went to uh, he went to the Star Wars celebration and he got to like literally go into a real life size Millennium Falcon and everything. So we just talking about that experience. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, and he's saying that the uh, tickets for the London one come out on Thursday. Thursday, but um, I wanted to bring you on too, though, because I was telling these gentlemen, uh, yeah, I think we skipped from from the Star Wars talk, even though that was amazing, Leo, and I'm jealous. But um, but because I felt like a proud dad taking you to your first concert, like I popped your cherry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, for sure. It was it was definitely an experience. I I really didn't know what to expect. Um, well, I mean, I, I've seen videos of, of like you know rap concerts and stuff like that. Um, and uh, and and I used to play in a band like back in the day, so like I've played in like venues and stuff. But like I've never I've never been to like a uh like that you know an artist like that like you know. And, and uh, it was it was cool. It was definitely an experience. Yeah, he he was. I, I was just looking at him like every time. I was just checking on, make sure he's all right. But see, y'all can't see how big he is though. He he could be somebody's bouncer. He's like six two, almost three hundred. He's sure. like he's like a little bigger than Marcus. Well, the the old Marcus, not the new Marcus, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, oh, which you mean the new, you know the, the the new skinny Marcus? Yeah, where his beard's bigger than him. Yeah, yeah. Is he still losing? Um, yeah, he he weighs he's he's only ten pounds more than me now. Oh word! Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, like he was like, and he was amazed, and this is what I was telling him about the difference between internet and reality, because he was probably under the impression, or well, he kind of was saying that like you would think that because Drake and Pusha T go at it and that how everybody hates Pusha T on internet that you wouldn't think that that would like nobody would be at the concert. But when he saw all the white boys, he was like, Oh shit. It was the most diverse crowd ever. Oh yeah. And the white people show up, they show up for whatever they like. Yeah. They will show up and they get hype as hell. Yeah. 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 Those are the main ones. Those are the main ones in there. <laughs> and all that internet, um, the internet hate is all fake. It's yeah. all fake. Yes. It's just people complaining. I know. That's what I was telling him. I was like, let that be your first lesson. And if you believe what the internet tells you, you're really going to be lost in this world because that half of that ain't even real. But what, um, what, what, hmm? what, what were they hating on? Well, remember, because he went at Drake and they, you know what I mean? And, and then Drake came out with the, the uh, W Boy freestyle and this push a T. And then he came out with the story of added on and shit. So everybody yeah. was just hating on him just just because. Yeah, that whole beef and everything, um, which is which is really funny uh, because one, uh, like 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 Jay was saying, uh, like Jay was saying, like just the 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 diverse crowd that um, he brought in. I mean, there was there was some white kids. I mean, there was this there was this um, Indian kid that. Yo. 
every single lyric to every single song. I mean, this kid was high. Yeah. Um, and then that's when I realized, I was like, man, I don't know Pusha T's music as much as I thought I did. Because <laughs> like, first, and he and he had a long set, and, like, and, and, and it was it was actually a really great performance. I actually ended up just like, just like in awe almost. I was just like, yo, this kid is still, he's still doing it. You know what I mean? And he's older uh, than all of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, all, all the stuff that he was doing, and I was like, man, I've never even heard of this. Like, where was this? Where was this? And then after, uh, I think it was, like, after the encore, like, right before the encore, um, he, you know, started doing some of the stuff that I was a, I was a little more familiar with. And, you know, so I got to sing along and everything. But, um yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was it was wild. Like the, the 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 crowd that he brings in, the energy of the show was crazy. Um, yeah, no, for sure, it was it was definitely uh, it, was, it was an experience. Yeah, quick qu- quick question, Leo. <laughs> when you saw him in Australia, did he yep. do the mosh pit thing? Uh nah, because he was on stage the entire time. He basically stayed there. Yep. Um, yep. He didn't do it because here's the thing, like back then, you know, um, he was fresh off the support for the glow in the dark tour with Kanye. Um, and that's when he had actually released his own album that the my name know, is my name album. Yeah. Yeah. He had released that joint. Um, and even though like, here's the thing, bro, like it's, you already know Australia is going to be a totally different crowd because the thing is over there, they almost damn near the science behind hip hop. They know it almost half their damn near better than we do in this country. So they're more attuned to really, you know, they, like you said, lyric, they knew every lyric to the songs to the point where he stopped. And just let him. They did the same thing they did, you know, to to uh, uh, they they did the same thing uh, to Kendrick Lamar that they did to him. He he stopped, and everybody knew every single lyric. Wow. Like they treated him like literally like a rock star. You know what I mean? Music so, is universal, man. It is. It'll bring everybody together. Except Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went to Philly though, so we we was at the Fillmore in Philly. So, and that was his first, and that was his first time too. This was his first time in Pennsylvania too. This last week that just went by. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah, really... which, yeah, it was it was it was a it was definitely it was definitely a, a weekend. Well, not maybe the weekend. It was the middle of the week. Um, well, it was a, it was a definitely time first for me, which is which is actually like really cool because I mean, growing up, um, growing up uh, with you know with Jay uh, and my uncle, you know, what I'm saying like it, it's all all been hip hop and like I get it now, like when, <laughs> yeah. so, going going to Harrisburg, like yeah. I was, like this is hip hop, like I mean there's yeah. there's you know there's this 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 stuff going on, you know what I mean? We we went to a local music shop, you know, and so it was yeah it was. I was his ghetto yeah. tour guide. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> how old are you right now? I'm 27. So how long? Okay, Johnny, you're his uncle, right? It makes me feel old as fuck because he looked like my security. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, bro. Oh. When you were young, right? <laughs> do you remember Sesame Street, bro? <laughs> me? Yeah. Yeah. You know who Fozzie Bear is, right? Yeah. 
You know your uncle sounds like Fozzie Bear if you close. <laughs> sounds just like him, bro. Damn, long. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yo, I knew that your friends, long. <laughs> I know. These are my friends. These are my friends. What do you do, though? But he I'm sounds so- like me, too, though. We both have that, like, deep kind of nasally voice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fact, fact, it, it, fact. It, it still feels weird him calling me unk it's just it's weird as fuck yo because you know what i mean but that's what, what i mean when i said i felt like a proud dad because he's like we getting old baby i, I told know, you that i but getting old what'd you say man <laughs> you better embrace that age nigga. I, I, I am man i am the, 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 the he said 27 my oldest son will be 26 on the 23rd see you know what i mean Oh yeah, yeah, man! It's, it's just getting there. Yeah, see, we old, bro. Yeah, yeah. and then but, but, I, I was but just, I'm, I'm glad he brought you here and you was able to see some, you know, see some hip hop and and get a different uh, vibe. A lot of people don't get to step outside of their uh, environment often, even if it is for a short trip or you know for yeah. something. You know, it's, it's not like a big big thing here, but. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm glad you got to do that. That's what's up. Hell yeah! Especially for your first time, man. Like, well, you know, the thing is, if it was your first time, you couldn't have picked a better person to go with because he. I bet you an amount of money, he took you to the front of the stage, didn't he? Yeah. There you go. I was oh, with yeah. Vinny. Oh, yeah. I was with Vinny. Oh yeah, him and Vinny have you on the front of the stage, yeah. and it was well, a plot. Yeah, but that's why it was, it was so tough. Like anytime, anytime we would go back to get a beer or something or whatever. Um. Again, I'm I'm from the south, right? So I'm from Florida. Um. So anytime you know, I we say please and thank you and excuse me, and you know you <laughs> will be moving around. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To that, but like it was so packed and it was it was so crazy. You know, the crowd was so thick. Like, and I'm over here. You know, I'm again. I'm I'm six one, weighing in at two eighty five. So it's like I'm a I'm a big dude. And I'm like, yo, excuse me, hey, excuse me, and no one's no one's listening. Um, to my favor, I ended up dressing like an all black, basically. So uh, at one point, I just got kind of tired of it, and I was like, oh, excuse me, security, boom, boom. I just thought, that's what's up. And they were moving out the way, though, right? You know what I mean? I was just like, yo, I gotta get back over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they was moving, huh? Because none of them white boys or none of them captured. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. He's securing. Let me. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to move right out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Let, let, let this gentleman next time, next time you know you when you go to a concert, like, wear like a security <laughs> shirt, but just covered up with a jacket. And if you need to get through the crowd, take your jacket off and you're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. All black t shirt, all black, all black sneakers. There you go. You know what I mean? Money after that. <laughs> yeah, I was showing him like move through the crowd etiquette. I was like, "You're a big dude, so you can't go straight forward. You have to, you know, shift left, right, here and there." Or, but... or this is what you can do next time you want to go to a concert, bro, and you around Johnny. Go with take. Make sure you take Bruce with you, and I guarantee you'll get through the crowd easy, especially if it's a hip hop concert because you you will be rolling with the <laughs> You know what I mean? You'll be rolling with the goat. You know what I'm saying, baby? We're going, you, know, you know what I'm saying, baby? We're going to park these crowds. And... <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you see Bruce, if he would ever come to the light, you would see why he say that, because we call him LL Cool J. <laughs> oh, man. That's why I stay in the darkness. Yeah. But it was funny, though, because when we got there, you know, Vinny, Vinny could get to the front easily because 
he found this mm. little sliver, this little sliver in between this black girl and this gay couple. Uh, these two black dudes, a gay couple. And he just put his arm in there and that was it. And then there was these white boys like kind of like behind him. And then slowly I just went up. Then Jay went up and then my thing went up and he's big and Larry is just big as him. And when we start talking to the Puerto Rican dude next to us and then the white boys just easily just over time backed up, backed up, backed up. Next thing you know, we in life flame. You gonna see a whole bunch of big niggas. They ain't gonna <laughs> right. now. You got the ringleader, Vinny. Man, Vinny apart the crowd. Yo, I don't know how we got up front for that Black Star show. Shit. I don't know how that happened. That's what it is, Shit. man. So I got up to the front of the stage uh, for for the roots picnic. For the roots and picnic. Wow. Because of that. And when we didn't start in the in the front either. We was like, how many how many rows back, Leo? In the back, bro. That's crazy. Over time, just start weaving into a little closer, a little closer, a little closer. And then, yep. or a fight will break out, or somebody starts shoving roop, roop, right over, step right over the people and keep going. Then, next and thing you know, by the time Janae Aiko came up there, we were in the front. Yeah. And we stayed there the whole time. We, Janae, we, we, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Y'all got to see Jan- Janae Aiko? A young yeah. Janae Aiko before her album yeah. came out. Oh yep. man! And we got to see how ill of a performer Janelle Monae is. We were like, yeah, yeah, she was That's dope. What's up. She was dope. Uh, but Snoop, Snoop was just—he he tore the he tore the house down. But that was probably the best concert I've ever been to in my life. Seeing Snoop, like oh, literally, man. and and no, and this is how we we got the bonus because mm-hmm. one, he's back by the roots, and two, he performed all of Doggy Style front to back. Yeah! Wow! Bucket list yeah. complete right there. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> that was dope. I'm, I'm gonna tell that you what though. Very last time we got a chance to see Malik B as well. Yes, oh man, yes, rest yes, in it peace, was. Malik yes, it B. Was. Yes, it was. I'm gonna tell you what though. Um, the only, the only concert that I've ever been to that's been more diverse than anything I've ever been to was Run the Jewels. Oh, okay. I keep saying that, yeah, bro. I'm trying to tell yo. There was a sixty. Dude had to be like sixty, sixty-five beside me. He knew every single word. He was moshing with them cats. Every single word, yo. Crazy, crazy. It was a kid in a wheelchair that they was pushing around in the mosh pit. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> so can I can I can I ask y'all y'all some questions? Yes, um, yes. That's what we're here for. To get knowledge from us old heads because. I'm 44. Bruce is 43. And Leal? 50. Right. You would have met him at the at the baby shower, but he I don't know what had happened. <laughs> I was in pain. I couldn't walk. You see me with this thing right here, bro. <laughs> oh. Not the massage gun. You yeah. got the massage gun with the chicken and the biscuit on the end. All right. <laughs> what you have to ask us, nephew? No, nah, so so the whole Moshpit thing, because you're like, you know, with the whole Travis Scott um, situation that he went through and whatever, because, um, like, yeah, I mean, like, hip-hop hip hop has been, like, taking, like, homages and to kind of taking inspiration from, like, uh, from, like, old school, like, rock and, like, alternative and, like, skater culture and whatever. Um, I mean, going back even to, like, Lil Wayne back in the day, yeah. you know, it's funny yeah. how he says Little Wayne back in the day. Yeah. That's hilarious to me, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so, um, is, was moshing always a thing, or is that just something prevalent now? Because I was actually surprised 
when when push was was up there you know kind of directing the mosh the mosh start up or whatever um so i was like it was that always a thing or is that something new in pockets depending on the audience perfect description perfect so if you think about it like all right the first mosh pit experience that i've ever seen uh was uh okay so yeah the first spot was when we went to when onyx performed That's what I was at, gonna say. at yep. coney island and it was the first time they actually performed at coney island and they did let the boys be boys um slam and yeah. yo yeah I tell you, oh uh, shit oh, oh what happened there he went shit that shit must have died he was about to get into a good onyx story god damn it <laughs> I know what he's talking about because I was at that show too. Oh, where in Coney Island? Yes, sir. The fuck? See, these motherfuckers are yes, way sir. more. And we wasn't out. we wasn't together. I didn't even know he was there. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> anyway, when I tell you that the crowd snapped, I mean it was it was an incredible experience. It was like waves of just like seriously. And the thing is, you'd have thought that Cat would have. <laughs> snapped out and really been upset and started bugging because they were getting bumped. Nah, they saw and started joining in. Yeah. yeah. With complete uh, crowd control. The second experience was at, uh, in Australia, at the Glow in the, Tar- Glow in the Dark tour when Feral Mont performed. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I never saw Feral, man. Either Yo. Feral? <sighs> bro, it was Feral Mont. Bro, the thing is, in Australia, you get a Every, every, yeah, everybody loves Australia, man. All the artists love going. They just there. hate the flight, bro. Anytime, bro. Anytime somebody like Lupe Fiasco come over there and sell out the thirty thousand, thirty thousand crowd. It was thirty thousand yeah. crowd. You know what I mean? It was incredible. Like Fairmont, same thing. So that was the second experience. But the thing is, Moss Pits go way back as far as the Beast Boys. As far as um, DC, um, yeah. far as you know, um, Cypress Hill, uh, you know what I mean. Um, you know, every funk dubious they used funk, to have monsters yeah. too. Like it goes back a long way, bro. It's just a simple fact in pockets, depending on the artist right. and what they draw that. Because the thing is, you'll see it more so with a diverse um, atmosphere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because niggas or, ain't like, nigging. So basically, any artist who has like a, a <laughs> has a, a good white following, yeah, yes, yeah. they'll because do that as well. Because white boys it. love slam, yes, and yeah. and a good example of that too of a more recent artist that did that. Besides Push, uh, in Philly, I went and saw Freddie Gibbs, and yeah. he did the mosh oh, pit yeah. right in the middle, and he did it in Maryland as well. And it was all the white boys just boom, boom. Even Larry, who we went with, he's as big as he's as big as 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 my nephew, and he was in the mosh pit. Big, big old black, yeah. old the black dude, forty nine years old, moshing, moshing. with a run the juice shirt on. And I feel like <laughs> when you're in the mosh pit, you understand that that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. So, so I think that's why it doesn't break down like you know, like say a mob deep show would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That would All be right. that would be a buck fifty extravaganza if it was. Oh my Mob god! Deep. If it was at the Mob Deep show, shit. Yeah. <clears throat> 
But yeah, and then this is the, the one thing that he told us too. I think we put him to sleep on the ride back. It's like all of us are older hip hop heads, and we just started talking like if we like we doing now. And he's in the third row of the truck, and then it's it's Vinny, and then Jay, and then me and Larry in the front, and we just started talking our hip hop shit. And I was trying to include him in a lot of it and shit, and then he just was like. And just yeah. passed the fuck out. He's like, "Yo, yeah. y'all really do talk this shit, <laughs> that hip hop shit." Yeah. It was, it was serious. Like it was serious. You know I mean? Like, I, one, of, one, of, one of my first experiences meet, meeting Johnny because I like I met, I met Johnny when I was like seventeen. So I like I, I didn't actually grow up. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's so, another thing. Yeah. Um, but like one of my first experience meeting him was like it was just like straight into music, like. We 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 got to a car ride for like an hour and change, and we just talked and listened to hip hop and 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 whatever tracks all all the way down. Oh yeah, so he gonna do that. Oh, you yeah. You know, I had to school. He gonna him. do that because, because this is this is this is the thing when it comes to family. Like for example, his his dad, my brother, my half brother. The last time I had seen him before, what year was that? Two thousand fourteen, my thing. Uh, Two thousand twelve. 2012. The last oh, time I had seen lemonade was good. Bro. <laughs> oh, that ain't lemonade. That's something else. So it's actually uh, some ginger tea, you know, some, some lemon ginger tea. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, it's good. It's yeah. But that's the thing with, with with him because the last time I saw his dad before that was I want to say like 1986, if that. Damn. And I was like sick. Yeah. So it had been a long big gap. And I guess I don't yeah. know through social media or what. But I linked back up with my, my half-brother down in Florida. And then I was like, well, you know what? I, I'm working for this law firm now. They got this spot in Vero Beach, and we can stay there for free because we work for the law firm. And they pay our mm-hmm. flights if we go down there to stay. So I took my vacation. I was like, you know what? Let's do a little family reunion. And and it really was a family-like introduction, for real, because the only one I knew was my brother. I didn't know him. I didn't know how many kids my brother had. I didn't know his wife. I didn't know none of them, only through messaging. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? That's what's up, though. That's dope, bro. When you, that's brother, dope. The dopest part about um, just meeting fans, because like I said, I mean, I got family in Pasadena. I got family over in Vegas. My cousin, um, Trish, she lives over in Vegas. She's the one who does beads and stuff for me. But, um, you know, just meeting people all over, bro, getting contact with them. You know what I mean? Like, it's incredible, bro. And the thing is, it's like getting introduced to, like, Especially that Cuban side, it's like a, it's 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 mind blowing. Oh yeah, how yeah. many how many of your Cuban peoples you you still like on, your, on that side of the family? You still fucks with a lot of them. All of them, practically. Word. You know, all of them are still mess. You know what I mean? Again, um, it's just a matter of getting in contact because majority of my so they're all spread out. You know, my 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 dad's sister and. You know, other side of the family, they're, they're still in New York. My uncles are still in New York. Some of them are out in, in, in California. You know, some of them are in Florida. It just depends. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, it's, that's the thing is, bro, like, when you reconnect with family, man, and then you realize that there's a totally different, like, they may live a certain lifestyle that you're like, damn, like, I can't believe that. Like, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how For it sure. was with me and him, though. But it, it was strange, though, because it's like the night that I landed, right, I had to get to the to the spot to Vero Beach, and I didn't know how far they were because I didn't know what part of Florida they lived in, bro. That shit was a two hour drive. But mind you, this is me meeting him for the first time. He doesn't know me for more than ten minutes before we hop in a car and drive two hours. Me, him, and his sister. And yeah. meme. That's what's up. That's what's <laughs> up. But you know what's dope about that now, bro? Mm. 
I'm talking to your nephew. You know what's dope about that right now, man? Yeah, hey, what's good? Now you know how to get to Sesame Street. Stupid. <laughs> 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 oh, you see my friends, man? You know what? I didn't even think about that when I put the video in the uh, group chat of him riding his bike and I sing the Sesame Street. So I didn't even think of that. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> now you, you, you ain't got that anymore. Yeah, you would have know. You would have met him. See, you would have met his his fucking short ass. You would have met him if you would have came to the goddamn thing. But <laughs> you think Nikki? You think Nikki was short? He got. I think he got Nikki beat. Nah, they probably the same height. They they same height. Bro, why are you? Why are you? Are you my height out there like that, bro? I'm five eight, man. You gotta, he gotta get five, you. Strong five eight. Yeah, this, yeah, I know a strong five eight. <laughs> but um, man. Okay, okay, just so my thing, so you know, him, him, Leo, he's the one, when I tell you I went to Australia for a month and chilled with my, with my boy, it was him. Yeah. Oh, he lived in Australia, became a full dual citizen and everything, and lived out there for a good, yeah. what, four, three or four? Oh, loved it, bro. Loved the atmosphere. Like I said, I mean, things happen for a reason. I had to come back home for my daughter, of course, you know, my oldest, but if, if, if that, I'd probably still be out there, bro, right now. Yeah, let me chill but, you know, things had to happen the way he did. So, you know, but I still can go back anytime I want. But I just want to visit. Now, living there, I don't think I can live there right now anymore because it's stuff, the shit is just too hot. You know what I mean? But then it's kind of restarting and reestablishing myself is, it'd be a tad bit harder. But, yeah. Beautiful place to visit. Yeah. Culturally, like, you, or you're, you're saying that like music, uh, like the, their music tastes, like they, they go harder than some of the you know fans here in America, but like yes, they do. Culture, culturally, like like what what is what is like the big difference between you know Australian? Um, is it like and or have you ever like traveled like to any other place like where you can compare it to? Is like is it more British? Yeah. Is it more how, so, how are that culturally? So okay, so my okay so this was this was my travel to australia before i got to australia i lived in taipei china for six months so i was in taipei first from taipei i traveled through new zealand and then australia once i got to australia i had a chance to visit new zealand again i had a chance to go to japan i had a chance to go basically back to china you know certain places now the thing about it is bro and i tell everybody this in order to really find out who you really are you have to travel. And the reason why I say that is because I got there, bro. And the thing is, I didn't know how vastly expansive the Middle Eastern culture really is. I had no idea. And the thing is, it's like if I hadn't, if I hadn't gone to Australia for the first time, I would have thought the same thing that everybody else thought, that I'd see a kangaroo hopping around. You know what I mean? But just going over there, I had a chance to see how metropolitan it really is. You know right. what I mean? So... The culture over there is just like being in L.A., New York, or different different places, depending on where you go. It's just that it's more artistically creative there, and they embrace the art side, and they love music, and they, they just love life. You know what I mean? Ask Johnny. Johnny got over there and vanished after two weeks, <laughs> after a week. I didn't see him until like two days before it was time for him to go. It was, wow. I met up with something, man. Was, hey. up with something. In that first week. But, but we... But we Bro, did you tell him, yo, 
Dude, go ahead. Fam, it was 110 degrees outside. Oh. On the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Johnny was the only two people out there in T-shirt, jeans, and Tim. What? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. We gotta keep it America, baby. We oh, did. We, we kept, kept it East Coast, New Yorker, you name it, man. We was, we was all of that, and we was on the beach in Tim's jeans. They had, a, they had a fifty gallon barrel with fire coming out of it, bro. <laughs> Ciphering bro, around it, like literally. That's just the way it was. Like we went everywhere. Yes, that's like it was fun though. If I if I think about back to those times though, it, it was. It was fun, but yeah. it was just. But what happened was, I took Johnny to a motherfucking club, and after that, I didn't see him for like three weeks. <laughs> it was a rat. It was let's a just, rat. Let's just say they love Americans. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'll say. And then the same way I was looking at you like a proud dad, like like taking you to your concert. He was looking at me like a proud son, like oh look at he bagged himself so what like. And then I bounced. And then him and his wife, what I, didn't, what I didn't find out until later was him and his, well, then wife at the time was, they made a bet with like, I'll bet you he don't come back tonight. Uh, <laughs> he right. didn't. He didn't. It was fun. No, you, it was, you know what? We got a knock on the door. Johnny was like, yo, what's up? He come in, grab some clothes and be like, I'll be back. <laughs> That's actually crazy. You could be tied up in a basement somewhere. Right. Still. Right. Yeah. Hey, well, no, look, we put it know. this way. Put it this way. The shank got through customs. <laughs> yeah. word. If that nigga needed to contact somebody, he'd have got a phone. He had a phone. He yes. could contact somebody. That's it. We yes. had to worry about it. Yes. We were I, straight. Yeah. Is it kind of accurate when I tell people, like, I always say, like, Australia was like, like, New York City, like, yeah, it's like Manhattan yeah. with crime down about 80%, yeah. 89%. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. That literally. sounds crazy. Yeah. Literally. Bro, there's, there was like, bro, the thing is, you got to understand the cops in, in, in Australia don't carry guns. Oh, yeah. That's right. They don't. Nah, there's no guns. They don't guns. They carry just nightsticks. That's it. Oh, that's tell him. Wow. The crime is not filed there, bro, at all. Yeah. That's tell wild. him Tell him what the projects look like. Air quotes. The projects. When he took me there, I was like, excuse me? He said, this is the yeah. projects. Bro, their projects look like it was a Bruce. Uh, their project is the equivalent to your neighborhood. I was oh, about to say man, like my townhouse is where I live at now. Yeah, that's the hood. That's the hood. Yeah, that's yeah. the hood. That's you know, considered the. Well, you said everything is high there, so yeah, yeah, for rich, yeah, super high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he lived uh, kind of like on the outskirts of the city, so we had to take the train. And I was I patted myself on the back because I memorized that train system in like two days. Yeah. You, I bet you did. <laughs> right. I bet you did. Right. Yeah. He he yeah he became Mister Australia quick. Yeah. It was it was it was good, man. I I learned from the best, man. They, they, but that was an experience, though, man, out there. I'm telling you, experience for your ass. Yeah. It was it was it was all love. You know what I mean? Just. Australia is, is, is definitely a beautiful place, bro. And I, I, I would really stress that everybody at least once in your lifetime, man, travel there. Just go. And the thing is, the only way, Johnny, just like I told Johnny, the only way that you'll mm-hmm. know how to really get around is to get lost. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get lost. And that's really what's a 25-hour flight? 
uh, 22 and a half hours, depending yep. on. Johnny, did you go through LAX? You don't know. Did yes, you go I did. JFK? No. no, I went. I went. Yeah, JFK to LAX. LAX to Sydney. Okay, so what did you fly out of though? Uh, I drove up to New York, and my homegirl kept my car for me. And you went to JFK, right? Yes, I flew out of JFK. Okay. Yeah, and they so it was like a five-hour flight to J to, to or about a three. What about a five-hour flight? No, five, to, five. You was right. Five. Five to LA, and then like a thirteen and a half hour flight to Australia. Yeah, oh, that ain't nothing but a Lord of the Rings marathon. You stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's the thing, though. I asked him for pointers, though. I was like, "Yo, what do I need to pack to handle that?" He said, "Tylenol PM." That's all he said to me. Oh yeah. And then this is the weirdest oh, yeah. shit. This is the weirdest shit he told me too. He was like, "You want me to bring you something?" He said, "Bring Twizzlers." Yep. <laughs> so, what the fuck? He said, "They don't got Twizzlers. They don't got Twizzlers over there." But you nah. understood. Here's the thing, bro. Over there, over here, a pack of Twizzlers like two dollars, maybe a dollar seventy five or whatever. When you, you know, depending on where you at. Over there, a pack of Twizzlers thirteen bucks. Get out. Damn. Because yeah. of custom. Because they don't have it there, bro. Right. So a box of cereal over there is like twenty five dollars. especially if it's if it's, <sighs> if it's American and forty. Oh, I'm about to, I'm about to just bag up and just go down well, there and just start selling dime bags well, of Fruit Loops. Well, now you see why. <laughs> now, yeah. Now you see why when I went there, I had a huge suitcase and I went to Sam's Club and got the big, the big drink that they would have in the store where you could just pick out individual ones from. It was oh, like yeah. A, it was like a hundy pack. So he was yeah. he was flipping and I brought him white Converse, some white yeah, Chuck so, Oh, he deserved to run off with something then if he brought you the Twizzlers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you oh, money, you know? he, he oh. definitely ran off with something, bro. He definitely ran off with something. I knew something told me I was like, "Yo, I take this nigga to the club. It's over." <laughs> it was a uh, what was she? She was what South African, Sudanese or something, and Australian all in one. Oh, he was getting that good rice. Right, right, right. <laughs> and this yeah. nigga was looking at me like, a, like I said, like he was looking at me like, oh, look at my boy. He wanted to pat me on the head while I was slow grinding with her and shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just I, like, yo. I was like, as long as you say, if you good money, I mean, because it's cool. Yeah, that, he checked on me. About- he did check on me. To his credit, he did check on me. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. She lived over in North Sydney, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. And North Sydney's the rich neighborhood. That's the rich side. I, oh, okay. I saw how rich it was. <laughs> Good. Say what you say? No, you was definitely good. If you if she was on the wrist side, you'd be all right. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. See, and that that's your experience there, and you know the question that you asked about hip hop in in Australia. That's I feel like around the world, our our real hip hop, and I, I want to stress that like real hip hop. Is greatly appreciated around the world, yeah. and more than it is here. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Way more than if he would take if he would take you to a concert in another country, then you would really see the vibe. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they yeah. they love genuine hip hop everywhere else. They love genuine underground hip hop, and they can yes. tell you about every artist you have no idea about. Yeah, that artist is dope. Yeah, and that was one thing though. At, at that time, I had never seen Nas in concert, and he was like, he kept rubbing it in my face like, "Hey man, stay another week. You'll see Nas." Yep, I had to leave, man. Was right at the end of November, no, you didn't. You was in a rich neighborhood. You ain't had to go nowhere. <laughs> you get some good rice. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> she was probably oh. catching animals right out back, skinning them up. <laughs> 
Yo. But the, believe it or not, though, when we went out to a couple of other different clubs, too, there, there were um, a lot of Americans there, though. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they, that, well, some of them were my folks. Yeah, <laughs> there was like a Baltimore City cop there and shit. He was on vacation yeah. and showing his Yeah, because we escaped shit. this bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's an escape. But that's what Leo told me, though, when I got off the plane. I called him when I'm, as soon as I got reception. I was like, he's like what, do, what do I need to do? He was like, whatever you think about America, man, just think left. That's it. Yeah. That's just it. Think left. Don't think about anything that goes on there. Don't ask. Bro, I have to talk about that stupid ass question you asked my ex wife. I have, I have to. I have to. You're gonna have to recollect my memory because this was 2008. This was 2008. You got to recollect my memory. The Newtown. So we went to a restaurant in Newtown to get something to eat. So you know, Johnny, he's you know he's highly inquisitive, so he's going to ask certain questions. Right. Okay. So he asked her. He was like, "Yo, what do you what do you how, like? What's what, you know the dialect? What do y'all call this? What do y'all call that?" So he basically. Pulled up a knife. He was like, "What do y'all call this?" She said, "A knife, <laughs> <laughs> cutty. No. a cutty, ox, ox, What? Bro, a knife, bro. It was funny. It, it was, was funny. Yeah, man. That's, but that's crazy. That's because they were said a lot of things there, and it, and it took a second to be like, okay, I know what they mean. Yeah. When they said it in a sentence, then you would get it. But if you didn't hear it in the sentence, you'd be like. What? Right. So everything about, like, for instance, we call McDonald's McDonald's over here. Right. Today they call it Maccas. Maccas. They call it Maccas. We have Burger King over here. Over there they got Hungry Jack. Oh, okay. okay. What was the name of the Thai chicken spot? What was the name of that Thai chicken spot that I loved? A Porto? Yes. They had this Thai a chicken Porto. sandwich. It was like the equivalent of like a Burger King spicy chicken sandwich, but... Man, yeah. I was addicted to that shit. Yeah, it was a photos is like a, a Portuguese spot. Okay. Man, look. Okay. Oh, and and Indians run seven eleven worldwide. Oh yeah? <laughs> yes. That's crazy. Yeah. They do. Yes, they They definitely do. Um oh yeah. I, I wanted to touch on too real quick, just something like you going to bed? <laughs> anyway, um, I wanted to ask if Toya's around too. I wanted to ask her about the whole reversal of the Roe vs. Wade joint. I, if she's available, if not, it's all good. What? What? Are you, Sarah, say hi to your nephew. Hey. <laughs> oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, tall I, ass I gotta... cheerleader. I mean, tall ass lifeguard. I saw the picture and I was like, "Damn, she got tall." Yes. Yeah. I got it. Five, I'm trying to she meet him to five my... nine. <laughs> hey Toya hey y'all hey I wanted What's to ask you your opinion as a black woman um, of mm-hmm. the, the uh, reversal of the Roe vs Wade like is it as serious as they're making it seem is it as extreme or is it as leftist or rightist because I, I'm hearing two different sides of it I'm hearing you know this is like a strike on black people but then you hear that the chick that was with Donald Trump saying this is a, a win for for whiteness or whatever and then I'm hearing that black people shouldn't even get into it because their abortion rates for the whites are way higher than there are for a black and so I don't know what I, I want a black woman's opinion on that uh, that's a that's a loaded question yeah. um I think yeah, it is a lot. It just give you, you know what I mean, whatever you want to say. I'm sorry. 
I simplify like what I have going on in my head. I think before we even get into who has more abortions, who is the most or ends up being the most disfranchised, you know, racially, we need to just look at it on just a, a huge level. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the right of a woman, you know, a woman to have rights over what happens to her own body, good, bad, indifferent, however you want to classify it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's solely her. And to take that away from any woman, anybody, but in this case, any woman, it's just, I mean, it's, it's just wrong. Um, you know, whether or not, you know, black people should get involved, absolutely should. Why not? Whether, just because it may only affect a small group of us doesn't mean that, you know, we should just let it go. Um, We know that perfectly, even, you know, things that only affect a small group of us end up affecting us larger or more so as a whole because our numbers are smaller in general. So mm. it's, it's not even really that it doesn't affect us as much because our numbers are not their numbers. So, um, okay. I wanted to ask you another quick question. Uh, and, and as far as the, the numbers part that you just said, um, what do you say? I don't know. Maybe I watched too much Tariq Nasheed and stuff and, you know, Riza Islam, uh, YouTube videos and shit, but they were saying though that they're trying to rally up too because they need the numbers to try to like um, they need the black the black woman they need they basically need the black numbers to try to uh, fight that reversal to to fight it because the whites they don't really have enough of the numbers so they're trying to get every black person they get to recruit to speak up about it they're getting trans men women and they can't even reproduce but they're getting them all to speak up and everything because. Their white numbers are dwindling and especially in opposing this. Like you see in like when it comes to like the protests and shit, the first ones that you've seen were mainly all white people. It wasn't hardly any black people and shit. So what do you say when they be like, well, they're going to probably try to either like kind of like pander to black people or give them some type of incentive to vote against this shit or to like oppose it because they don't have enough numbers to do it themselves. Well, we can't forget that this is big business, too. Okay. And what ha- I mean, this is this is how it works. We they know that first of all, we are given a platform right now where we're all over the media. You know, this whole inclusion thing and avoiding discrimination and just showing more black and brown faces and you know the whole diversity yes. um, movement, but just you know diversity in general. So. They want the voices and the faces that are getting them attention right now. Like white people are being talked down to, they're being talked about. You know what I mean? They're they're taking a back seat in the media, um, in ways, and it's it's in and it isn't more popular. Whether or not it's it's benefiting us um, to have us out in the forefront. So, I mean, it's just like if you know that you know, somebody has something going on in the community um, and, you know, it's something that you can 
you can get behind. You're going to say, hey, why don't you come on my podcast? I'll do a podcast about this kind of thing. And I know that you had this event coming up or you just did this performance. And I think it'd be good for, you know, it'd be good for my numbers and your numbers mm-hmm. at the same time. I mean, I, I think, uh, of course, you know, how we're always pushed and pulled and moved and, and you mm-hmm. know, forced to, you know, be corralled in the space to fit the larger group. So that's a given. Um, but I think at the same time, we're getting smarter and smarter in, in learning how to use these things to our advantage. So I think yes. it should be on that. That's unless it's like it's a, a mutual opportunity. We just have to know what we want when we get there. Yes, that's what I was trying to get at. Like, like is this going to be another go round where they say, oh, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Like, or mm-hmm. like with no incentive at all to us, just like, okay, we're the, the token, we're, we're, we're good for a photo op or we're good for the, to p- help with the numbers, but we really don't get us as a people don't get no incentives. And so I, I think, I think in due time, I hope we all kind of unify on that part. Be like, all right, well, yeah, you're going to pay this person all such and such amount of money to pay you know, <laughs> to try to rally up all of the Negroes, all the, all the colored people or whatever, all the melanated people. But on a whole, what are you doing for us? I hope we all get wise enough to start actually demanding shit or be like, all right, well, then we just ain't rolling. Right. And up, like we have to front load those demands because yeah. waiting so halfway through or toward the end, like we always get screwed over. You, you know what else, too? You said something and I had a thought. You said that um, white people are having more abortions than anybody else, it seems. Or that's, is that what you said? You said they're, is that, is that the numbers? There, yeah, from what I from what I seen, um, I'm trying to remember where I saw the stat, but it was like they have six. Well, I've, I've heard something along those lines, but and then I saw the woman say about you know white. This is a know, win life for, or whatever yeah, for white life. Yeah. Well, when you said that, I thought, well, yeah, they want to reverse it because their numbers are going down, and then they become the minority. You know what? I didn't even notice until. Um, just recently, when all this stuff was happening, I remember when I when I went to Christmas with my wife and her uncle, he was like, and this dude is a jerk. He's always been a jerk. He said some wild stuff to me about my wife. What You know, when I first met him. So this is the type of dude we talking about. But he was like, oh, man, you guys got these beautiful kids, but there's going to be no more white people left. And I thought, yeah, see, okay. not only are the numbers dropping, but they're 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 also going out and venturing out and having kids outside of that. And because you know those things back in the day where they said, you know, a, bl- a drop of different blood, you're not white. If it's not pure, you're not pure white. And they're afraid of that because anytime, anytime they feel threatened, you know, it's their country. They won't be replaced. They will, you know, we heard all these things before. So I think they reverse that because they, their numbers are dropping and then they want us to be a part of their plan for the moment. The same way, like when nine 11 happened, we were all American which, oh, yeah. to which I was like, man, this shit going to last for like two weeks. And then we're going to be right back to doing the same nonsense, which it was a little under two weeks, but stay on it, that. it just, it's like, it's like, we are not, we're not, uh, equal until there's a common enemy then we're all american yeah true 
True. So, but there's a common threat. And I feel like that, you know, yeah. the abortion is a common threat. The reason I would say this is a big deal is because I feel like this is the tester. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll reverse this first and see how the people act. But then, then we can reverse segregation. Then we yeah. can reverse loving versus Virginia. Then we can reverse every, we can reverse everything and right. put things back. Cause they're scrambling for power. Yo, that's why Donald Trump won because I told people we was going to have to pay for Obama. They wasn't going to let that slide. So they picked the first craziest dude just because we just got to get the whiteness back. We got to get the whiteness back in here. Yeah. yeah. Stay on that part. The, Big, let me oh, go ahead. Wait. Well, so in, okay. So in 2000, no, and as a matter of fact, I'll put it this way. In 1997, the white popu- the white male population was up by a large 64%. White, white population. After 9-11, in 2020, no, 2007, 2007, 2008, they were down a whopping, they actually went down to 43%. Okay. Yeah. Why was that? I have no idea. Okay. So after 9-11, there was a lot of exposure. Now, the strike on the, the two towers was strategic because that was our place of national trade. Where we mm-hmm. trade different countries. So because of that, trade was down. Also, other countries were scrambling place to, to trade to you know for value or merchandise, whatever. So you saw a large fraction of other individuals from different countries moving to the United States. Yeah. When that happened, we started seeing mixtures, diversity, more diverse cultures. You had Sudanese, you had Lebanese, you had Middle Eastern, you know, African, whatever, that moved to the United States. So because of that, you had a mixture of diversity in the United States. When you started seeing more brown and mixed cultures and it was more accepted at that particular time whiteness was attacked mm-hmm. and they didn't like it mm-hmm. you well, feel me you see what they're doing now too right have you noticed if any of you have filled out any recent type of applications or anything hispanic, yep. hispanic is white now they're yep. using spanish people the main one that you guys yep. are calling border jumpers and all this other shit and spicks and all that yep. shit yep. but you're using us for the numbers ain't that some shit it says <laughs> white slash hispanic yep so yep. that's bro this is this, this, all of this ain't nothing bro it's this thing is look and, and we come on man biden ain't out he ain't out of the clear bro because he was put he was strictly by the numbers he needed us to get in. And after we got in, what did he say? Oh, well, we asked the question, well, what about basically the student loan epidemic? Is that going to mm-hmm. be something true? Nope. After he actually said it would, he changed his mind and said, nope. And they so all do that. You feel me? So we voted him in, and we ain't, there's no residual gain for us at all. Bro. None. None. And then this motherfucker falling off his bike. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> Bro, I get it. You 80, some 80 year old ankles ain't going to hold you up on the bike. I fell off a bike too, but you can't do that on TV as the president. Yeah. And nobody but, even tried to grab him. They just let him. Bro, you're supposed to have somebody to prop your ass up at all times. 
Yeah, but you know what, man? Most important thing, young man, is honestly, you still know how to get to Sesame Street. Keep it working. stupid. That's the point. That's what you ain't get to worry about nothing. No, you finally know how to get to Sesame Street. I know how. To- yes, you do. In a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh my god! But that's why we got lay out here though and shit. I'm glad you came on too on the surprise tip too because I thought it was just gonna be me and Bruce Bruce hitting it off because we get off we see, crazy shit, huh? We uh, you, you said we we're gonna end it, but we gonna we gonna see where this go. But I'm I'm telling yeah. you, they 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 are they're testing the waters just yep. to see how much they can get by us. How, um, what before you, we actually do anything. Yeah, did y'all yep. see? I don't. I'm, I'm gonna put the clip in the group chat, but um, he he literally said he was all like, "Yes, um, we sent." You know, it was something where he was like, you know, like justifying sending the other billion to you to the Ukraine and shit. And he was like, "But we also have other things to worry about. We have another. There's gonna be another pandemic. How do you know that?" Oh, well, they they got scientists on that. Like they knew okay. COVID was coming. He was they all like, yeah. And then did you see that like Fauci and them? It was all like they don't um members of the CDC who like approved like they don't have to answer if Pfizer or anything gave them money. Yeah. They paid them off to like approve these vaccines and shit. They don't have to answer that. Yeah, bro. Wow. It's a dirty game, man. It is, bro. Wow. It is a dirty Dirty you know game, yeah. You know that. And even the thing with inflation, with the gas prices, I'm hearing they don't even have to spike it up the way that they do. They're just doing it for profits because they're saying yeah. the oil barrel prices ain't really even that bad. Because what you gonna do? But they're using the war in Ukraine yeah. as an excuse. What ultimately, Fuck. what you gonna do if they raise gas up to ten dollars tomorrow? We still gotta get to work, and you don't. But we still gotta go places. I still gotta do too. Shit. Yeah, you still. We still. And and. But as Americans, we are the most selfish. I'm going to do what I want to do mm. and no matter the cost mm. and then complain later. Yep. Well, why are they doing this to us? They're doing it because they can. They know that if they raise the gas prices, that ain't going to stop you from traveling. That ain't yep. going to stop you from doing all the little tedious yep. driving that I'm you do. glad you said that. I'm so glad Yo, you we said don't, that. We really don't. They we said- really don't. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go oh, ahead. No, nah, they, they, that's what they said, too. They said even with the gas prices and inflation and all that, they're, stay, they're still saying that this is still one of the busiest holiday seasons. And the most expensive Absolutely. place, the most expensive place for a summer vacation is right where my things, uh, uh, baby moms work at is Disney World. And guess where the most place, the most uh, trips are being are going to this summer? Disney World. Yep. So that shit ain't affecting shit. That shit stay packed, don't it, Martin? Also, the if you mouse never loses, that, 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 the mouse yeah. never loses. <laughs> never. Nah, bro. And also, if you think about it, whenever, whenever we are faced with adversity as Americans, I don't know what it is about us, but we think if we show you, we can still spend our money. We can still do all that stuff. Like we can persevere. For whatever reason, it, it's like a, it's a weird flex, I guess. Crazy, that's crazy. It is. Crazy. Like even when the pandemic happened and they told us to stay in the house, 
eventually everybody start tripping. Oh, no, nah, I'm going go. outside. They can't tell me what to do. And it's like, yo. Let me tell you a little uh, secret. People dying, bro. Little, let me tell you something. In the middle of all those people dying and shit, you can't go outside or nothing. I've sold the most clothes in those eight months than I have ever Hell in yeah. the history of my business. I what? bet. And I'm like, y'all buying all these clothes. Where the fuck are y'all going? I was selling mad music, too. <laughs> Yo, I mad sold music. tons of clothes. Even And I was probably one of the only few cars that was out there that could go to the post office. I was out there going to the post office every single day. But I'm like, where are y'all going? Like, y'all buying all this inventory up. And I'm like, well, where are y'all going? Because we were bored. Coming from overseas? Say what? Were, both of your, were most of your orders overseas or different different states? Um Mainly U.S., mainly U.S., but I did get a couple of foreign, a couple of international okay. shippings. Man, I damn near had to put a block on the Amazon when we was in quarantine. The other day, we went out to um, Lowe's, and we were leaving, and I was like, you know what? Um, I wonder with the cost or the way basically inflation is right now, cost of gas, people traveling, you know, just how inflation is actually hitting us heavily. Mm-hmm. In a relationship point of view, from a relationship standpoint, do people really go out on dates anymore? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you're asking. You're asking a single man right there. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say what website he'd be on, but yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the reason why I ask this is because okay, so people, so you you said you're single, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, I am. But, People who are currently in relationships, if you're on, if you're dealing with this in a family environment on a daily basis, do you still go out on dates to restaurants to eat? Down here, yeah, we do. Like I've, um, it wasn't that long ago where where I, I was in a relationship, um, and uh, and yeah, and maybe maybe it's just bored up because it, we were a little bit more lax, you know, yeah. over things, um. But uh, all in all, yeah, like we still we still went out, still went out to eat, uh, we still did our thing, uh, and, uh, and and we did like that. Um, honestly, I remember for my birthday, for my birthday one day, like um, two years ago, like in the middle of the pandemic, like my birthday is in July, so middle of the pandy wandy, we go down to my Andy wandy. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? And ocean like, like it, it was like no like there there wasn't a pet. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, you know, people on the setting up, this stand and third, car, blah 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 blah, you know, the the whole scene, the whole thing. Right? Um each and everything. So it's like they 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 didn't care. Like people people still doing their thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. What made you ask that about the dating part, though, Leo? I'm curious. No, I'm talking about more so in today's current, you know, situation as far as inflation, being that the gas prices are so high, you know, now to the point where, for me, and then I was telling, like, what I'm doing, like, anytime I see that hand go past the F, if it's dropping below that F, I'm filling it right back up. At that point, <laughs> bro. When my joint. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, I think my shit just cut off. God damn it! 
Sorry, y'all, a little technical difficulty. My uh, phone literally just died on me. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Anyways, sorry about that, folks. <laughs> my phone literally just died on me, and I'm, like, damn near speechless. Like, I can't believe I let that happen. In the middle of a good conversation in regards to gas prices and inflation. Go figure. Um, but from y'all folks, um, oh shit. Anyways, um, wow, I can't believe that happened. <clears throat> Let me try to get these folks back on here and shit. That was very bad. That was very bad. Here he goes. Hello? All right, there we go. I got everybody back. Yo, that's now you see why I had to plug my shit up. That was crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I know fucking Myron. Hold on one second. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, my apologies. My apologies. There we go. Yeah. Doc. There we go. Bro, it's it's just all it's not. And the thing is, I was telling this. I was like, "Yo, during the pandemic, when everything was cheap, the cost to travel from one place to another, like you, you can get like plane tickets cheap because people were trying, they were scrambling. Yep. Everything was cheap." They were handing out those daggone uh, 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 checks from the government like it was nothing. Yep. But now doing inflation, when we really need that, bro, ain't nothing. But that's why we need it, because they gave us money, and then we started spending it, and they was like, oh, we can raise the prices on y'all. Right. It's backwards. Yeah. It's just like when they raised the gas prices. All right, here's the thing I noticed. Because when I started driving, gas was 68 cents, I think. Yeah, it was 68 cents. Wow. I noticed every time they raise it, they bring it back down. They never bring it back down to where it was. Yeah. They, so they'll price it high, and then we'll be complaining about how high it is. Yeah. But any little drop that they give us, we wow. just happy we got a drop. Yeah. But it's never as low as what it was, and uh-huh. then they do it again. And it's yeah. never as low as what it was, and it just keeps going up. Like I saw gas is four eight four eighty four right now, and I got kind of excited. Exactly. But then I was like, Yo, what's wrong with you, bro? It's still what's 40? wrong with you? Yeah. It's still four dollars. Yeah. Exactly. If, bro, if that gas pump drops down to three dollars, people gonna celebrate like it's ain't. Oh, bro. Like I said, I remember pulling up to the gas station and my Geo Metro that took six dollars <laughs> and eighty cents to fill up. All right. God damn. And I remember seeing a dollar. It was like a dollar five for the for the ultra, not just the, the plus. Ultra was a dollar five, and I was like, man, I'm never paying a dollar for gas. I remember <laughs> BMWs and all that, and everybody was like, oh, I got to put the hype. I was like, oh, I'm never getting one of those. Now a dollar five, bro. Yo, yo for that, yeah. I remember a dollar forty seven was like, oh, I'm not paying that much for the premium. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's crazy. Now, and, the ga- you- and the gas ain't even as dope no more because they put uh, 15, 
probably 20 to 30 percent ethanol in it yeah, and it's killing your engine it's killing your engine it's killing your drive your, your drive shaft in your car it's killing your car and you and they charging you more to put that nonsense in your ride absolutely the I'm game totally is rigged from day one. Oh, yep. but what are we gonna do ain't nobody gonna stop we ain't really gonna stop doing nothing nah yeah and the funny shit is i think the only like the only thing the only way change would really start happening it's funny how it would happen through entertainment in some way like for example if every single athlete period and uh major league baseball nfl nba fifa all oh, yeah. that shit if all of them said all right we're not giving you entertainment ever again until you fix this shit. Then I think mountains would move. That's oh, the yeah, only, but only way. For, only for a limited time, though. For a limited until, until everything gets back on track. And then it was slowly creeping right back up. I told my wife today on the way home, I was like, yo, uh, we need to start collecting rainwater. Because we in a serious water crisis. <laughs> ain't nobody yeah. really talking about it. And she was like, I don't think we allow. I'm like, man, fuck that. I ain't trying to hear that. And if they say we can't, I'll be like, oh, I didn't know that. Put them away. We go by, put them right back out there. Yeah. They'll start collecting it. Hmm. Everybody should know how to collect rainwater and grow some kind of vegetable. I don't care what it is. Even if we got to go back to barter system, everybody should know how to grow something, how to, how to self-sustain. You should. You should really know how to do that. Bro, so that's actually kind of a big point because me living out here, um, it, it, it's it's a it's a common topic. You know, people people do have like wells and mm-hmm. solar energy, and then hunting is a big thing. Um, I mean, I live in Florida again, so you know we're we're pretty pro gun down here. Yeah. And so, um, and, and stuff like that. But like with with y'all living up there in a little bit more of a metropolitan area, more developed area. Cause I mean, I, I, I have, I have a yard, like I have a, a decent sized yard. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I can grow stuff, you know, I, I, I can do, I can do stuff like that. I can go fix. You can go what? Oh, he froze. Oh, he froze. Shit. You say yeah, maybe his shit dying. Yeah. Well, nah, cause See, his they yard. Heard us, they heard us talking. I know. Down. <laughs> yeah. He, cause he bought the crib right next to uh, his, his my brother, my brother and his wife. They bought a crib in uh two years ago, and he bought the crib right next to it. And he's pretty That's handy with his shit. So they, co- it's like they combined yards. So they have a a huge yard. Yo, that's very, the way to do big, it. Yo, that's it, the way to huge. do it. Yes. Just most of us can't really. We couldn't deal with our people all the time. But if you can, that's dope. Well, yeah, cause he had a little son too. His son's four. Look just like him, and um. He, they're helping that's and dope. having the parents next door but think about it we're the only culture that kind of does it like that the jewish people they keep their whole entire ecosystem within themselves though yeah and the indians yeah. do too think about when the indians come over here it'd be like five of them in an apartment and they all work different shifts all the way up until them degrees come in and shit and then they, 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 and they understand flourish. the plan yes they understand the plan whereas us it's like i goes dolo from state to state type shit you know word <laughs> yeah man but shit we went all over the place this this episode and shit but i i appreciate you fellas for uh getting nope. getting up with me man you know thanks for your input toya that was uh perfect yes, absolutely always love to hear her speak always that's why i always ask her 
I always yeah. ask. Always, you gotta always ask the black woman for knowledge. Always, shit. Word. Yeah, oh, yeah bro. And she's and she was supposed to come on here and, and 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 I was supposed to pick her brain one time, but I don't know what happened. <laughs> Word. She bit. She busy. Yeah. She booked and busy. You see her run walking the stage. I know. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. But uh, fellas, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, let me see. Yeah, my shit probably about to die again, and and it went back to the mono thing. Yeah, yeah, it did. I Come think on. it's it's the it's the charger. That's what it is. Because the second I plugged it in, it went to the one. And if I bet you if I take it out right now, it'll go back to the two. But I don't want to do that, and then it'll just drop everybody again. So, and, and there goes and my she thing. You got to rub Geechee suede down every now and then. You know she got to <laughs> rub Geechee suede down. <laughs> no. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, my phone died too. Now, now. everybody's phone died. See? Everybody dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, to, to to finish my thought, like how how would you how would you um how would you how would you suppose essentially to uh to having to having a prepper mentality up there, like in a more metropolitan area? A what? Like a, a prepper mentality? Because that that's what, that, that's what it's called. Like when you're a prepper. Oh, like, prepper! You're, you're like a rain rotter. You're, yeah. you're, 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 you know, you're being sustainable and everything. You're self-sustaining and everything. So, like, how, how, how would that work up there, like, for you? Well, see, the what? thing is, though, to be quite honest, it doesn't. Because the thing is, we, we're not, we're because as a people right now, especially in Harrisburg, we're not self-sustainable. The reason why I say that is because we've become more dependent on what rations we get from the government. Now, the thing is, some people are. Yeah, there's so, out, there's a lot of woods up here. Yeah, there's a lot of woods, wooded areas. It depends on because the thing is, it's like this, bro. Especially now, within the last couple of years, we've gotten complacent because of the pandemic, and because now we live in a digital world. You feel me? Yeah. So, anytime you can order online, even time, anytime you can get Uber Eats, anytime you don't really have to do too much, you know that we're we're not, you know, it's it's. You know, it's more convenient. We live by the laws of conveniency at the time right now because it's convenient to do certain things. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm pointing that out so we can break out of that. Like, yeah, I, we- I have a nice yard as well, but I'm just now, this is my first time having a yard. So I'm just now on the mind state of like, you know what? Maybe we should, you know, my wife has been saying she wanted to have a garden. So, you know, we're going to build some boxes. But you're right, that metropolitan life it's not as important because we can just go out and get what we need all the yep. time. But eventually we ain't going to be able to, it's, it's coming sooner than we think. You're going to see a whole bunch of formula shortage. Ass, because all they do is walk and ride bikes. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Like that's just the route it's going right now, man. That's the route you, it's going. Mm, yeah. There's a, I have a theory on that shit too. Yeah. The metaverse and all that shit make you dependent to want to stay in the house. Like that's the plan by 2030 is to keep everybody with the most minimal shit and be happy with it because you'll be so attached to this to yeah, the yeah. phone that it won't and, even matter. And it's crazy because it's a double. I feel like it's a double standard thing because while I want my kids to go outside and get lost and have fun, I also know that they're safe when they're inside the house. Right, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So it's it's just it's like a it's like a double edged sword for me. But what was that? 
and to keep up with their peers to an extent they have to be able to function in the society where you know what I mean like their generation as well right and, uh, you know like find that balance it's, it's a struggle yeah it, it is it is oh, yeah but yeah. I'm gonna get these boxes started this year next year we're gonna have some stuff we got a tomato plant growing out front but um that happened by accident but yeah, I'm I'm start doing everything, man. I, I we have to. Martin uh yeah. Martin's mom, man, she got a whole garden. She grows everything out there. That's yeah. what's up. And it's therapeutic, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm not much of a green stuff myself, to be honest with you. Um but uh yeah, no, it can be. I'm uh I'm definitely more of a like when I well, at least when it comes to the prepper type deal. Um, definitely more of like a fisherman. Yeah. I, um, I have a, I have a, a compound bow, um, that I like to shoot and stuff, you know, get, get real country, get, get real Southern. Right. Real southern <laughs> right. Like, you know, I have, I have bows and arrows and you know what I'm saying? I have my gun. And uh, bows and arrows don't run out of bullets. Right. Right. So, you know. Just recoil. Walking dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit! All right, fellas. Listen, I yeah, I gotta get out of here, man. I'm tired. Yeah, I gotta get all out. Then let's end yeah, it off. If, you, if end. you had some shea butter, you'd be all right by now. Ah, see, they <laughs> tell you, they know that you mass produce, you mass produce shea butter in different places. Mass produce. See, mass- let's end it. Let's end this off with one of the the, the greatest fucking hip hop groups ever. Metal to drive. You hear that shit? Yes, sir. What a way to end the This is in my top 15 verses of all time. Mm. What, who fights in this? As a matter of fact, both of them. Fife. Walk past them seeds like them kids did the far side, like that girl did the far side? Yeah. Come on. Yep. Jesus. But I think I got to put you on the tribe a little bit more. I, I got I to put you on a little bit yeah. Hey man, it was nice to meet you too. It was great to talk to you, brother. Yeah, yeah. He he really isn't that black either, Martin. He he's just in the dark. That's all. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. OG is good listen, man. I appreciate y'all showing me the way to Sesame Street. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know how to get to Sesame Street. He ain't gonna let that one die neither. He gonna bring that one out. Hell up, no. Uh, Don't let it die. Never let that die, bro. Straight <laughs> up. You know how to get you gotta first you got a first grade pass in Sesame Street. So <laughs> Oh God, y'all stupid. <laughs> Alright, fellas, right. I'm gonna close this shit out, man. Say what? All right. Say that again? I said I keep telling you on how much money you can really make. What doing voiceovers? Hey. hey man, shit, point me in the right direction. You were just out Cali. You should should point me in the right direction. Uh but yeah, man. Thank you, fellas, for uh, a little a little uh little conversation about everything. Thank you, Toya. That I need it. I need it. Yeah, and we definitely gonna figure out a time when it's convenient for you when you ain't working one of your many jobs and you know, walking the runway so I could pick your brain about about, you know, Coco Tulip. Yeah, yeah, definitely will. All Hell right. Yeah. All right. If it ain't one, it's the other. Here we go. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Another frame. All right, then, all y'all. I'll 
I'll hit y'all up later. Hey. All right. Sorry about the technical difficulty earlier. I'm going to lead it off with uh, the great DJ Premier and one of the best little intro beats ever by one of the greatest. Uh... Oh, Jay-Z didn't even rhyme on it. This is Bleak's intro. It's just amazing. Till next time, it's been another episode of Don't Overthink It Podcast. Peace.